the podcast where we look at movies and tv shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask were they really all that bad i'm your host craig Fay, and i'm your host rebecca reeds and today on the podcast we are starting off our uh, christmas movie month it's december uh well this is being released and we are covering the sandra bullock movie while you were sleeping holy shit <laughs> <laughs> i had never seen this movie this is wow yeah, right? I can't believe this plot line passed. I it's was like, very, this is wild. It is a very disturbing premise when you think about it. Oh, truly. For any minute. But Sandra Bullock and uh, uh, Bill Pullman are incredibly charming in it. Yes, they are. Yes, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's like it's got it's that it's got that like Tom Hanks sparkle on it where it's like, yes. we're charming. So you won't notice how wild this is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Sandra Bullock is particularly good at that sparkle. Woo! Uh, yeah, she's gr- she's great in it. Uh, she is. Yes, I understand why she's a very famous movie star. Yes, definitely. Uh, but uh, man, whoo! So you've never seen this before? I had never seen this movie before. Um, you seemed to you were like, yes, this is a this we is got it. this. <laughs> well, I had seen it. I think you know, back when you like spent Friday nights with your parents and yeah, they would yeah, go yeah. get a movie, and you're like eight or nine or 10 or whatever. And they go like, yeah, fine. You can watch this. And like, I watched it with them and like never made an impression, but then Kat rewatched it a while back. And I was like, this is bonkers. (laughs) This is, I can't believe this is the plot line of a movie. Cause it feels like there's crimes. It feels like there's crimes. No, there is, there's, there's gotta be some crimes. There's crimes. There's crimes for sure. She takes, oh, well, we could get into everything, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so a brief synopsis of this movie would be uh, so Sandra Bullock, her character Lucy, has um, essentially like her mother died when she was really young or yeah. when she was, yeah, yeah super young. Um, her dad had recently died in like th- this year, I believe that was the timeline, like earlier that year or like, you know. Recent enough that you're, well, you're shook for all of time, of course. But um, so she's very much alone. She works at, you know, for transit. She works at the subway. She's, she kind of talks to herself. She's a little zany. And she is basically kind of convinced herself that she's in love with this man that comes by every morning. But they do not speak. She has never spoken to this man. He gets pushed on the tracks by some... Some youths. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. That was the weirdest throwdown I've ever yeah. seen. Anyway, he gets pushed on the tracks, knocked out. Lucy goes over, saves his life, essentially. This man is in a coma. She says out loud when she's in the hospital, like, oh, I'm supposed to marry that man, basically. A nurse overhears her is like, well, you're the fiance. Nobody would say that out loud <laughs> unless you were getting married to this man. Her, his family then believes that he is engaged. She goes along with it because she falls in love with the family. She then starts falling in love with his bro- his brother. Yeah. Um, and then when he gets out of the coma, she continues the lie, the whole movie, by the yes. way. That's very important. It does not falter. Lies through the whole movie. Gets the end. This man gets out of a coma. Peter gets gets out of this coma. Decide, like, they convince him he has amnesia. And that, oh, no, you were engaged to this woman. I don't think he necessarily buys it, but he's like, you know what? Like, you guys all seem in love with this woman. I almost died. So, you know, I'm in the spirit of making spur-of-the-moment decisions. I can't be thinking clearly. Obviously, I just snapped out of a coma. He's like, oh, I'm going to propose. Get married to this woman. They have this weird very fast we're gonna get married right now that immediately gets called off everybody goes i object i object i object and then peter's brother jack <laughs> who she's been in love with you know the whole kind of the whole time the whole um, week the whole week yeah oh <laughs> thank you so much actually that's a great uh, i'm glad you jumped in there yes that's very important uh the week christmas to new year's christmas to new year's um they've fallen in love and then a couple days later, he shows up at her booth and it gives her 
a ring because that's where you go from there. We don't go to dinner. We don't go say, hey, could I dig in a little bit more into who you are? What's going on here? Baby, let's try living together for a second. See how it feels. A kiss. Yeah. Could we? They haven't kissed yet. Anyway, and of course she says yes, and that's the movie. How romantic. <laughs> Woo! It is, I, I, when they, okay. The whole movie's bananas, right? You go through the whole movie, she's like faking that she's with this man in a coma, which is, is morally wrong for a lot of reasons. Um, but the fact that it ends... In a proposal is so jarring to me. I was, I actually, I got out of my seat. I stood <laughs> up. Like, I was like, no! Like, Took a lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to stand up. My, like, my legs were like, nope, this isn't reality. This is crazy. It's like. <laughs> got you, got you amped. I couldn't, I did not. Because, like, I, you know, because that's still the same scene if he's like, I'd love to bring you over for family dinner to meet my parents. Uh, that would have been... Oh, that's a great oh, line. Oh, my God. That's a slam dunk. I love that's that movie. That's so... One, so funny. <laughs> Come on. Because you've already met yeah, the parents. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, that's so... Oh, that's, <laughs> that's better. That's so that's charming. That's better. You're right, it is. It's charming. And then you're we, like, oh, they're, then you can just infer that later they got yeah, married. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, they... We lived. fixed your movie, 1995's <laughs> While You Were Sleeping. Sandra Bullock, give us a call. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a weird one, but who do you think is the villain of this movie? Uh, Peter and Ashley. You think Peter and Ashley are the villains yes. of this movie? So Ashley being the uh, his, his actual fiance yes. who shows up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it's... This to me falls very squarely in the territory of the not necessarily the villain was was right, but the hero was wrong. So okay, we're going <laughs> for that. Yes, so so deeply wrong, so 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 wrong. Yeah, and I'm also going to make the argument through this podcast that uh, Bill Pullman's character Jack is not that decent of a guy. No, he, actually, he throws up a lot of red flags very quickly. Yes. And uh, once again, just the fact that she's, they, they're both so charming, you're like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you forgive so much when people uh, people are good looking and charming. That is true. That. Yes. That, yeah. that This movie rides on that. It depends on it. Yeah. Because if you just read this, if your friend texted this to you and was like, this is what I'm doing right now, you'd be like, the horror. I don't I don't think I'd be their friend anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd no, be no, like, no. that's all. Like, Rebecca, if you were like, by the way, saved a guy on the train tracks. Uh, they think I'm engaged. Um, I'm just going to go along with it until it all turns to shit. I'd be like, oh, I don't know you. As a person, then lying, you're crazy. <laughs> yes, like podcast <laughs> over. I'd have to get on the air and be like, "Hi, everybody." Villain was right. Is done. Rebecca is pretending to be the fiance of a guy in a coma. <laughs> 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 it's you think you know somebody. I can't be in the same room with her. No. I don't know what kind of shit she's gonna pull. Like, yeah, lying makes me so sweaty. It just, <laughs> it gives me so much anxiety. The the fact, because like, here's the thing. My little, my little brain that goes, okay, like, so you've lied. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like a little pamphlet? Yeah, so yeah, you've yeah. Li so you've lied. lied. Okay. The anxiety part of my brain goes, just don't see those people anymore. You didn't have to go. You didn't have to go to yes. family dinner. You didn't have to go back to the hospital. You didn't have to do anything. You could have said to the man handing you the box of things, hey, actually, his entire family's in the room right now. You should. Could you give, give that to, to his mother? Yeah. Could you give that to his mom? That would be better for me. You maintain your life for this man. You leave. You're a ghost in the night. That is You're gone. I wrote the same thing. That is 100%. The time that you ghost people. So just to go through the the, do you save somebody who falls on the tracks at a train station? Yes. She's oh, hundred percent. She's yes. in the right there. Uh, can you have a little crush on somebody you see every day? Yeah, of course you can. Right. Could you even go see that person and check up on them and in be the like, hospital. I'm the person that saved this man. Can I'm just you, invested. One hundred percent. 
Um, I, I am up and on her side at that point. I am even on her side when this farcical thing starts to happen where everyone just keeps saying that she is the fiance. And the family, as nice as they are, absolutely do not let her get a word in edgewise. Nope. To contradict or whatever. So she's just being carried along by momentum at this point. And I'm fine with that. But as you pointed out, the time that it changes is when they invite her to the Christmas dinner Mm -hmm. that they didn't get to have because he fell on the tracks. And she goes, no, no. You know what you do? You ghost. That is the perfect time to ghost. Because then it is the most epic story ever for that family. That is a legendary story. Remember when Peter was in a coma? And there was that woman there, and we all thought she was his fiance, and then she never showed up again, and Peter has no idea who she was. Every family reunion after that, every holiday, they're going around, who was that woman? Yes. Who? Yes, you become a legend. Right? You become a myth. Right. <laughs> you live <laughs> longer than your life. You 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 become a you become an urban legend. Yeah, when she was because. Because they gave her a card, right? They were like, come over. And when she's sitting there, and I get it, you're alone. I What I don't get is, and I understand, like, she's she's very sad. And I'm going to equate it to that. That's why we're eating the Hungry Man dinners. But I'm like, girl, we could turn on an oven. You know what I mean? You can make yourself something festive. Okay, but I think that's to more depict, like, just how sad she is. Sure. Which is valid, fair, you're sad, you eat a Hungry Man. I get it. Okay. <laughs> But just like that one long look she has over the card, I was actually like out loud going, no, you're not. No. You're not gonna. Like, I'm like. Because that's doubling down. It's a, it, it, yes. That is, a, that is a point where you have, there's no turning back now. No, because, okay. There's no misunderstanding at that point. You have actively made efforts to make them believe this more. If you've spoken to somebody for 30 seconds to a minute, there's a very, very fair chance they will forget what you look like or who you are. If they see you in the street, they might not recognize you. You're going over for a din-din? Oh, we're done. I remember you forever, okay? You've been in my home. I served you my turkey. Also, okay, is this just me? I don't... I found the family to be quite light and bubbly for having a son in a coma. <laughs> they seemed very yep. festive. Yeah. There's there is very little concern. No, for... like they're making jokes. like I get like I make jokes when I'm sad. I get that. Okay? But they just seem to uh, there's something about it where I'm like I feel like I'd be more upset. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, no, that, you're right. It would be, it would, the dinner would be more solemn. It would be a more frequent topic of conversation. Have you heard from the hospital? How is Peter doing? Uh, we're going down there a little later. We got we're somebody do like this. rotating. We're going to do this. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, we're going to make sure you got this. We got, we're, the neighbors are bringing meals over. Um, all their, yeah. like, it would be like a, we can they are they are too quickly like oh he's fine he's just in a coma in the hospital right like that's a very serious yeah they barely even ask her like what happened like who are these the these children that pushed this grown man on like it i don't know they didn't even take his suitcase i was like what were they doing yeah yeah i i don't know if they're just being weird or tough or i feel like that was just a thing of like how do we get him on the tracks 100 percent, 100 percent. that's what it was and they did the same thing as you described them youths youths yeah no you know what i would love just one rom-com where it's a seagull <laughs> like just... yeah or he slips on the ice or something it's yeah. chicago you know yes, yes, it's yes. Chicago absolutely December. there's definitely ice um, yeah, so that is one point where she takes it too far. Uh, although I will say, sorry, before we move on, about the family. The the family banter in this movie is A+. Plus. <laughs> this, y- you occasionally hit on a movie where they actually capture how people talk and, mm-hmm. and go in groups. And this family has knocked it out of the park where everybody is not listening to each other. No, yeah. They're just talking over each other. They're having three different conversations where they're talking about who's from Cuba, who's <laughs> tall, and that the mashed potatoes are really creamy. And they keep misunderstanding. And they talk over each other. I was like, I've been to this dinner. I've been to this dinner. 
I love this family. The grandmother was my favorite. Oh. She was it. She actually like lights out incredible in this movie. My favorite I, was when she's in church and she's like, I really prefer service in Latin because you, you can't understand what they're saying. I know. She had so many good lines too. <laughs> the other one was like, I don't drink anymore. I don't drink any less either. Classic grandma line. <laughs> Classic grandma line. No, she was incredible. She had a perfect look on her face yeah. of like, I don't really know where I am, but I'm down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to talk. Yeah, just keep going. Um, and while we're on the topic of the family, I would also like to uh, quickly point out they are a bit much. Oh, definitely. So as charming as they are, they have a couple of really bad habits that speak a little bit to why maybe Peter is in the coma. Yeah does not have the strongest relationship with them. So first of all, when someone shows up, a random woman just shows up and says that they're engaged, they're just like, well, I guess we haven't talked to him in a while. Clearly, he wasn't going to their place for Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, he was off doing something else. They kind of look down on him because he's like this big city lawyer or whatever, you know, leading this life where he's, you know, dating... I don't know, is she a model or whatever? Anyway, but like, you know, kind of the high society types with like the, they kind of look down on him a little bit like that. And when Lucy starts getting involved in the family, you you hear they don't let her speak. They're constantly talking over her and interrupting her and inserting their own uh, views and opinions of what the situation is before anybody can correct them. Think about that long-term over like 30 years of your life growing up with that all the time with just your parents being like hi mom dad i I really need to talk to you about oh how the school play is going yeah yeah well the play will be excellent it's like no like i needed i'm depressed i need help like you know what yeah so i get why peter has removed himself a little bit from the family oh definitely and i think okay so I kind of feel like the movie views Peter as a villain just because he is kind of like anti what this family is, right? Yeah. Like he is kind of the opposing force. He is also the guy that when he wakes up, he just kind of goes along with it. And you're like, oh, look at this bad man. And I just, I have, okay, first of all, um, not responsible for anything that happened while he was in a coma, okay? Um, Secondarily. Safe rule. I'm going to say the most villainous thing that happens in this movie is that they tell him he has amnesia. These doctors now believe he has amnesia. They're diagnosing him on something he does not have. And they continue to let him believe that for a while, like for a few days. Yeah. All right. Like he's literally like, there's a shot of him just like going like A, B, C. Like he's just like making sure his brain works. He remembers everything. And except that he, yes. for her. And he's like, can you imagine being told you have amnesia and then just everybody leaves the room and you just have to deal with that internally overnight? You know what I mean? And they're just like, yeah, it's fine because we're in a rom-com and this is farcical. Like it's... Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's absolutely gaslighting a man who just woke up from a coma. But like that's and what like, those doctors believe he has. Yeah. And they go, how weird it is that they don't remember this one person, but they are so invested in that Lucy is who she says she is that they don't believe their own son. And that, and that um, this neighbor, Saul. Saul Saul (laughs) is a villain in this. Oh my God. Particularly in this scene. Yes, he is. Because he just goes, he's like, no, he definitely has amnesia. He knows that Lucy is lying. He overhears her right off the bat. Very early in the movie. Very, very early on in the movie. It's like the people that know are Lucy, who is doing all of this, Saul, and like Lucy's boss, who has the strangest advice constantly. This her boss flip flops so many Thank times you. on what she should do. It's I can't. Oh, he contradicts himself within the same breath. He does. <laughs> he does. It's it's a very weird character because he seems to be there only to justify what Lucy is going to do next. And not put it all on her. And then, like, he's, they see each other at a party, and he's like, you need professional help. And it's like, what was this character switch? What happened? Why you, were you 
one second being like, you don't tell the family of the fiance. No, just go along. It's fine. You'll kill the grandma. That's, I hate that as the motivation. Because <laughs> they're like, the grandma has a heart condition. So the shock of learning that a stranger that she just met isn't the fiance of her grandson is lunacy. It, it, first of all, if it's, that shocks you that much that you're going to have a heart attack, that's not on anybody. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, don't, you know, don't jump scare old people, but like news isn't the shock to the system that you think it is. Absolutely. And like, I, I just want to make the argument that I think this, I, okay. I think this movie has a, a bit of a point in the sense of like, you shouldn't sit around and fantasize about people because you make them into a person they're not. And then you're immediately disappointed. You're like, Oh, this isn't, you're, you're not my prince. You're not exactly what I invent. Cause this is what this woman's doing all day, right? Yeah. She's, she's, she's built building him up in her head, this man up to be, and I'm going to argue that him not being that doesn't make him a villain, him being driven by money, him having like, first of all, okay. So they're, the other thing that I think the movie tries to do, they're like, oh, this guy's bad. This is a bad man. Because look, he proposed to this woman, Ashley, and she has a husband. And it's like, well, this isn't actually his moral journey. This isn't who we're staring through right now. His personal life, none of your business here. Okay, none of your business here. This Also, she did move. He was like, you moved to Portugal. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. You're, they were done. Yes. 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 There's no problem with that. And I'm also going to make the point that Peter, him going along with marrying Lucy and being like, okay, like this is what I should do. First of all, um, everyone's talking him into it. Okay. You just woke up from a coma. You you just woke up from a coma where you like you could have died. Okay. You absolutely could have died or never woken up from the coma. Um. You shouldn't be making a lot of big life decisions, right? And take a knee, take a minute. And yeah, the fact that your family—we're not signing leases, we're no, no, not no. signing cable or internet contracts. No, no, no. The fact that your family is trying to push this along is really bad <laughs> and really telling. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, "This is—it's very like this is the type of person that we like," and and I guess there's nothing wrong with that. Like we like, you know, who doesn't like Sandra Bullock? Yes, you know. But just like we want you to be more like us again, because like even the brothers are very contrasting, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like uh, Jack is like, I'm gonna build my own furniture. I'm like, you know, I'm a like kind of that rugged everyman kind of thing. Like I, I sell furniture and I build it on myself, and I own a truck and I can lift it. And like I'm, I want to get out on my own, and I don't want to do the family business anymore. And like Peter is very successful in a different career that's like more intellectual. He's a lawyer, right? Yes. Big city lawyer, big city of Chicago. And and like, they're like, no, but if you, you'll come back into the family and you'll be more like us. And like, you know. You so, won't so be you a ne- putz anymore. Oh, to be, a, to wake up from a coma and have your godfather to say that you're a putz? Because you don't, you're, you don't want to maybe necessarily marry the woman you just met and this man is trying to convince you. And he you. knows you just met her too. Yes, he knows he's lying. He knows she's lying. It. <laughs> it's not a good thing to base a relationship on. No, okay, and there's one point where Peter's talking about kind of like all the bad things he's done. Like, I'm going to change my life now. Like, I wasn't a good person before kind of thing. Sure. Of like, just so you know, like those squirrels, I actually hit them out of the tree and then rescued them. And it's like, well, he's a kid, man. Like, I, I was like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, that's, I, they tried to paint it like, oh, well, Lucy would never forgive you for that. <laughs> and it's like, why? Because she read an article about it two days ago. She doesn't fucking know this guy. It's not his responsibility to change or get married to her or go along with any of this. He was in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that exonerates you from a lot of things. Being in a coma when everything happens, and the fact that she like would show up and like sit, but like she like fell asleep at his bed, so I, like telling her him like, okay, like this is kind of me, and I really want to get to know you, and that's like. This is 
weird. I don't think we should be doing this. No, no, absolutely not. Confessions bedside to a person in a coma is not the relief you need. No, go to therapy. Go to therapy. Um, Stop speaking to yourself out loud outside of your home. Yeah. When you're home, do it up. Podcast, podcast. <laughs> do it up when you're at home. But like my, my God. <laughs> Jesus Sorry, I just got what you were talking about. <laughs> oh. Rebecca, we sat down for this recording session, everybody. And uh, what episode are we on, right? Like 160 yeah. something right now. And for the first time ever, Rebecca sits down and she goes, podcast, podcast, podcast. And pump <laughs> herself up. And I was like, what just happened? What just happened here? Holy shit. Uh, so Rebecca is taking her own advice. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Dude, I tell you one time, and I, I think I've said this on the podcast once before, but I speak well, I speak a lot to myself in my own home or I yep. make noises or whatever. And I had this one period of time where I, I, I don't think I went outside for like, I don't know, a couple of days in a row, right? And I had this one time, like this one time period for like six months, for whatever reason, I would always make these trumpet noises. And that just like, I don't know, I don't get it. It just worked. I liked it. I would do it around the house and I would just walk around and make these trumpet noises, right? But I hadn't been out in like three to four days and I got outside and I just, I guess I just didn't remember I was outside yeah. and I started doing it just like walking down the streets of Toronto. I was like, bah, bah, bah. like, I'm just like doing these like noises that I do in my own home. And I didn't notice until somebody like somebody across the street clocked me <laughs> and was like staring at me. And I was like, Oh Lord, I'm out in public. Like my God. I just didn't, it had not locked into me. So That's like, crazy. I get it, but I've never been in a situation like this. No. I'll tell you. No, where you're confessing. Yeah, random noises I get. Coherent confessions? No. Yes, uh, and I have to say, I it, it it bothers me the way she fantasizes about this man. Like okay. this, this kind of like my prince sort of situation where it's like, you haven't spoken to this person. Like, how are you forming all of these ideas? Like I, okay. I get like, you know, sometimes you're on the bus or whatever and you're like, you oh, there's a story a, for somebody. Yeah. yeah. yeah, You're like, oh, that, that person's hot or that person looks weird and I'm going to make up a tale in my head or whatever. Right. That happens. But then you get off the bus and then that's where that ends. <laughs> You don't follow him to the hospital, that's for sure. Yeah, you don't keep this going. And I th maybe, like, at a certain point in the movie, you could make the argument that I really like the family, so I hope he's good, too. Be you know, like, because cause you've met people, and you're like, man, bet your family's nice. Or, like, you've met the family and be like, I bet you're a good guy. Or, like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you, you hope that they are good because you like the people that are in their lives. Does that yes. make sense? But I also don't think that happens because like it really she f ends up falling in love with jack in this movie mm -hmm. and i just quickly want to go over all the red flags <gasps> that jack has so first of all um as we said this is over a week right christmas to new year's um jack is acting immediate off the get-go he is he is actually very suspicious turns out rightfully so yes uh, but it's just like, well, pr like prove that you're the, his fiance, like prove this, prove that. Like, how do we know? And like to the point where they like check to see that he only has one testicle as like a thing, which is information she picks up from randomly a, from coworker, a coworker. Yeah. Um, and so like, he's kind of combative and weird to her off the get. Uh, but then once he starts like kind of liking her, he immediately goes to this possessive and controlling way where he's just like, um, you know, he learns that she's pregnant, which is just a rumor that again happens because their sister is like digging and like listening to things that she's not supposed to. So he's like, you're not supposed to drink that. And like telling her what to do, following her to parties. Dude, the follow to the party was because... She said she didn't want to ride. You insisted. She at no point invited you in, and you just followed her up, and now you're just at this party that she's at. Yeah. 
he, um, then he accuses her of like, so there's this Joe Jr. character who's just literally a nightmarish creep that ha- is like the son of her landlord. Yes. And is like always hanging around her apartment. He's jealous of him right away. And he's like, you leaned into that hug. You leaned into the hug with this guy. That means you like him. And they play it in the movie as like, then they're leaning in to hug each other. And it's kind of like this romantic moment. But think about that for a second, where you're like, I've known you for a week. You are my uh, brother's fiance. And I saw you with a man who you say is the landlord's son and is around all the time that you've hugged once. And he goes, I don't like how you hugged that man. No, yeah. Also, like, just take a gander at this guy. What do you... (laughs) Speak to him for 10 seconds and understand this isn't a thing. Yes. I I would have a conversation with that man and be like, I got nothing to be worried about. No, about you. you no. You are not no. a thr- you are not in competition for the the same woman's affection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and every how could I trust anything that comes out of your mouth? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any man who's like, hey, do you know Lucy? And he goes, no, or I bang her. Yeah, I'd bah, be like, bah, bah. like, I was like, you absolutely did not. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Anytime I've heard anybody say that, which, thank God, has pretty much only been in my teens. Yeah. I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. You, you, don't, you just did not. You don't know her at all. Because if you had, you'd be like, uh, yeah, I, I know Lucy. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd be like, why, why are you asking? What's, What's up? going on? Uh, <laughs> she call you about something? <laughs> <laughs> Need to get tested or anything? Uh, yeah, it's it's like so. I, I don't know. I know he's charming in this movie, but like, also the fact that he's falling in love with his brother's and fiance. he's doing hard leans. Okay, I yeah. understand. Like that moment, I was like, oh no, you're actively hitting on this woman right now. Your brother is in a coma. <laughs> You believe this is his fiance at this point in the movie. Yes. He believes that. Yes. And there's all these like long lingering moments. And I'm like, this, this is the word. Like, ah, he's your brother. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying you can't fall in love with your brother's fiance or wife or whatever. Right. I'm not saying. Are you not not saying that? I'm sorry. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) What am I not saying? (laughs) I understand how that would be a situation that could arise. Not okay. that it's not that it's correct. Yeah. Okay. Right. Where you're just like, oh man, we get along so well, but you're with him, and if I only met you first. But I also feel like that plays out over a longer time frame than a week because you fight that you would fight that feeling because he's your, your brother's fiance. Oh yeah, no, you know this guy I mean? like, gave it a dig. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you, you kind of immediately contextualize what your relationship is with a person when you you f- mm-hmm. are first introduced. Them. Like specifically when you're like, this is your boss, this is this is my sister, this is my brother's fiance, right? You kind of go like, okay, I've got a general idea of what this relationship is now, right? So like, this is your brother's fiance. For the week, you'd be just operating under that assumption. You would never get the the chance for it to be like, I don't know, it's it's weird. We get along so well, almost too well for my brother. You know, like uh, there's like there would be a build over a longer time where that would become a conflict in my mind. Absolutely, this guy gives it zero zero time, no time. Okay, he gives it. It feels like he gives him to urges right away. <laughs> Right away, like that whole thing, like, and the only thing it seems like he does to try and fight it is like, no, she's not my type. I like chubby blondes. (laughs) (laughs) His sister's like, no, you don't. You like brunettes. And it's like, also, that's just, I, I be honest with you. I don't think that's a thing. Like, I understand, like, like preferences. Yes. Okay. Like, I understand you're like, okay, like, yes, I lean this way. Or whatever. Have you ever noticed that all your girlfriends look like you know look like a super person? You're like, oh yeah, I guess yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, Weird. but it's not <laughs> like if you're actively thinking about it and well, like, oh no, I can't go. She's blonde, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra, ugh, 
Sandra Bullock. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's necessarily how this works. Yeah. Also, speaking of, I do want to ask you something here because I feel like there was a couple lines that were sort of meant to be insults. And I need your sweater opinion on this. Okay. So there is a certain point where they, they go, uh, hey, I think it's Joey Jr. or somebody goes like, uh, nice, uh, yeah, nice sweater. And it's sort of, I think, almost intended as like, a, we have nothing else to compliment you on or you're kind of like a mess or something. Yeah. But like, also, I thought all the sweaters she was wearing in this movie are amazing okay uh, i and you you've launched into an excellent point here which is i believe 90s romantic comedies are all sweaters i believe it is the foundation of all <laughs> 90s rom-coms the foundation of all of them is sweaters okay? okay you will notice if there is if there is a leaf that looks slightly off color bitches are wearing sweaters up in here and the the more romantic your sweater the more like i like the second i saw sandra bullock's sweater i was like well she's getting married for sure look at that sweater oh my god it's the whole thing it's all about coziness and comfiness and you just look at her and you're like oh yeah like this is a this is a 90s rom-com because like we want to picture you on a couch cuddled curled up with a tea yeah that's the whole thing. And yeah, you're right. She's got great sweaters in this <laughs> in this whole movie. Yeah. She's got slamming sweaters. She looks so comfy. But is this also like, this is a 2021, this sweater looks good and didn't look good in 1995 or like was slightly off in 95? Like, has it been that the taste has changed? No, no, Or it's no. just that the movie wasn't smart enough to put her in an ugly sweater? <laughs> I think for me, I that scene it was just like it took him too long to come up with something. That oh, was the whole thing. Okay, okay, okay. It was just like he had he was like searching, searching, searching. What do I say to you? Um, like I think that was the whole thing. I don't think that like people are like, look at this. Have you seen what have you seen this woman's closet? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that guy doesn't have a shirt that fits him. Okay. Like there's no way he's like, look at this ugly ass sweat. <laughs> Yeah, okay, fair enough. Because, I, yeah, it struck me as weird if that was the, the thing that they were taking. No, 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 no. I firmly believe all 90s rom-coms are built upon a pile of sweaters. I love this theory. <laughs> I love this theory very much. We start with the sweater sweaters. and we write a script about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Who you will fit it. in the sweater. You, okay, nice if I say Meg Ryan, do you not picture her in a sweater? Uh, I think I kind of do. I, I'm trying to remember if it's the sweater from, I think it might be the sweater from uh, You Got Mail. There you go. Yeah, if I picture it, and she wears other things, but when I picture Meg Ryan, I'm like, she's got what? She's wearing a sweater. That's (laughs) true. That's true. (laughs) It's a fall day. (laughs) A man is running towards her. They didn't discover that you could set rom coms during the summer until early 2000s. (laughs) Oh no, you just want to sling dick in the summer, right? It's hot out. Well, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> you know what? Uh, segue here. You know what else came out of nowhere that I fucking laughed at so hard? The kid on the bike delivering the papers. Oh, yes. He falls for no. It was just like, you know, it'd be funny if we watched a kid fall. What? Yeah. Well, apparently that wasn't supposed to happen. The kid actually fell. No. And they just kept it in the movie. Shut up. But I laughed oh, so Oh, that's great. I actually, now I've come around on that. I like yeah. that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> as long as that kid was fine. But oh, it, yeah. I was just, oh, what is it about me, Rebecca? What has broken as me as a human? When it happened in Carrie, too, and the kid, Carrie makes the kid fall off of the bike. Uh, it happened in this one where the kid falls off the bike. And I'm just like, why is that so funny to me? <laughs> You know, most slapstick, I'm like, I don't like seeing people get hurt, but just for some reason, just eating it and falling off a bike is, that's my catnip. That's your, yeah. Yeah. It's a guilty pleasure. That's what tickles you. I like that. Um, (laughs) So maybe we should go over a couple of the other things that Lucy does Yeah. that is just like, wow. Okay. So first she, you know, she spreads all these lies about being with this man. She then takes his property 
from the hospital. Right, they give it to her. They yep. give it to her. I'm going to say she takes it. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not your shit, okay? You know what I mean? Like, if I go into a McDonald's and they're like, oh, this is your order and it's not my order and I just take it anyway, I'm still taking it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yep. they handed it to me, but I'm taking it. I know. Okay, I know what I ordered, right? This is this is theft, okay? So she takes his things. She then goes through his things. Mm. She goes through his things, which you know I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that, all no. right? Goes through his things, realizes he has a cat, or later we find out it's not his cat, but he's housing this cat. Um, so goes over to feed the cat. I get why she does. That, that does seem correct. I'm like, somebody does need to feed somebody that cat. Somebody needs to feed the cat, yeah. But you also know his face. Like, at this point, if I'm this far in, I would just start lying further. You know what I mean? Like, I'm probably not going to go into this man's apartment. That's like a, that's another huge breach. That's, that's wild. I'd probably be like, oh my God, you know, like I'm slammed with work or whatever. Can somebody make sure they go over to feed the cat? Give this to a family member. Give this to somebody else. Don't go into his place. Start looking around, which by the way, Anybody, I loved that this man just had a headshot of himself, like on the <laughs> counter. I was losing it. I love that so much because that's that's a very specific energy. <laughs> to hang up your own headshot? Woo! Yeah. yeah, that's a. I was like that. That makes me like him less for sure. <laughs> that was a good call. That was a good note. Yeah. They were like, okay, we got to make this guy slimier. Let's do it. I knew this one girl. I did not care for her. She had, um, she was like, uh, this guy I was seeing at the time, she was his friend. And we would go over to her, her place. And she had, um, she was like a sunshine girl once. Like oh, okay. a year and a half prior to that. And it was like still up very prominently on the fridge. And I was like, and if you know what, not to shame or anything like that, but like a sunshine girl on the fridge is a statement. It is. It's a statement. And every time I look at it, I'm like, this is a real mood. I don't know if I care for this. In your bedroom, sure. Pay and pay or pay to have it framed. You framed, know, like I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I'm like, yeah. This on the fridge, you got roommates. This is, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if that was for me. Anyway, but seeing that guy frame photo just himself. I love that because I'm like, that's just his apartment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, Ashley, like, she moved. She was out. You know what I mean? She left her cat, but she was out. Okay. She left the country. Do you just sometimes, like, go by the counter? You're like, oh, yeah, that's what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Like, <laughs> oh, my look, God. That fucking look, killed me. Looking at yourself in the mirror and comparing it to the photo. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look, you look familiar, um, and also to your point, like yeah, you leave it to the family to the point where Bill Pullman is in the apartment when she gets there. Yes, or like arrives soon after her, and like and knocks him in the head with the door. Yeah. And it's very would have noticed the cat. Probably would have fed the cat. You yeah, know what I like, mean? Who's like this cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was there to take care of some things. Okay, as a family member would do. So don't go. <laughs> Don't do this. You know what I mean? Like, don't be over here in this man's space. She breaks a vase, ruins a carpet, yeah. sticks the ugliest couch I've ever seen on oh, it. Oh, like, real bad. Woo! And here's the thing. I'm not opposed to an ugly couch. An oh, ugly neither am I. <laughs> an ugly couch would go far better in Sandra Bullock's apartment, as they showed it, than this guy. Yes. You know, I, very clearly he was going for an aesthetic. You know, mm -hmm. everything was very modern looking everything was like sort of a similar color things matched the that's another reason i'm gonna hate on the family here <laughs> which is just the the audacity of being like this guy is clearly very particular about how he likes his things and we as a a company that buys estate furniture they buy furniture from dead people they're like we're gonna we know what he'll like we'll get them the crappiest sofa. Like, that's what you like, right? Who couldn't you who couldn't use an extra sofa as a gift? Yeah, you've given a burden. Right. You've really given me a chore at this point. It's yes. Difficult to move, difficult to get through. You clearly don't doors. know your son at all. No. 
You do not know him. Um, so he is, I think he is very justified in taking a step away from this family. Well, yeah. They're close enough to come by and visit. Yeah. She goes over to his place pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. We, we got you this as an engagement present for a woman we've known for three days, and you're still in a coma. Wait. Here's yeah. an idea. Wait for the guy to be out of the coma so he can get the gift. Don't don't just like have him show up his apartment and be like, what's this ugly ass sofa doing here? Oh, that was your engagement gift. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't think I'd I'd want to be awake for this? Yeah, it's also like the the third gift they've given her. They're yeah. really a gift family. They yeah. gave her a gift. They she had a stocking. Like I was like, how how fast? Does your sewing machine fly? Yeah. How did you get this together? Well, I mean, was did it have her name on? Yes, it, it did. It did. Jesus. Well, yeah, because that's the only way you know it's hers. Wow. Because they pan across and then it's Lucy. Okay. Well, like it should have been. Yeah, that's crazy. Because like we, you know, we, we have some extra stockings hanging around. You know, like someone shows oh, up. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got yeah, the yeah, you yeah. got the bonus stocking. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Uh, they'd be like the dog's name was Lucy when we were growing up, so we have one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that that's a the, the gifts are also another red flag for this family because they're like look you owe us affection now mm. we give you this and that means that you can't leave that's a very unhealthy way to be it you is know? that one family that tried to have an intervention for me gave me a lot of gifts <laughs> They had it. What is this? What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, I, I'm positive I've told you. I'm t- positive I've told it on the podcast. But basically, like it was like the day before Christmas. I went over. I was dating this guy like right out of high school. I went over to his place. Is his, uh, what fam- like the one side of the family was super religious, and they were like going to hold an intervention for me about uh, not being religious. No, about not being religious and kind of just like my morals and stuff and like oh. that kind of thing. And I was like, first of all. Um, much more moral than your son. Trust, like, <laughs> trust me when I say. Um, and yeah, and the only reason why it didn't happen is because his two sisters were like, we'll walk out. And I didn't know any of this was going on until we left. And I was like, can I just ask? I was like, that was super tense. And I do not understand why. It was so uncomfortable the whole afternoon. I was like, everybody seemed mad at me. I didn't know what was going on. They were asking me weird questions. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. And then I left and then he was like, oh yeah, like every time they left to the kitchen, they were talking about. <laughs> That's intense. Yes, it was so crazy. And they were giving you like gifts all the oh, time? Oh yeah, they were like, like, they were. but then of course I had a mountain of gifts and it was like crazy. I was like, I don't. Yeah, because it's like, it's, it, and not all gifts are this. No. But like there is like a, a way that you're like, See, I'm constantly getting you things. Therefore, you owe me. Like, you owe me attention. You owe me, um, you know, things when I ask them for them. You know, you're, you're committed to, to me. And if the whole family is operating like that, which it's, it sort of seems to be, I can see Peter needing to take a step back. And I can also see Jack is also very scared to tell his father that he doesn't want to be involved in the family business. To mm-hmm. Turns out fine. Yes. And Immediately also, fine. <laughs> and also they are the two most similar career paths I could possibly think of. <laughs> it's not Wait, like you don't want to be in the hamburger business. You're selling hot dogs now, son. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, you don't want to sell furniture. You want to make it. <laughs> How could I even look you in the eye? We're a furniture family, but like the selling kind, not the, anyway, there's no simple way to distinguish these two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I get it. I'm, I'm man, I'm talking myself into this family. And he also villain. kind of, I feel like Jack also kind of blames Peter a bit because he's like, oh, well, Peter went off and I was the last one here. So I had to. And it's like, that's not how life works. <laughs> yeah. You had all the same choice. You could have done the same thing he did. You didn't have to stay because he's the one that left. That's not. Yeah. yeah, your parents hopefully just want you to be happy. Also, how old are people supposed to be in this movie? I found that very confusing. <laughs> I just kind of like let a, it ride. Because they have like a teenage sister. Yes. Right? Which could happen. Like, yeah, you know, that could be a surprise. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah a little late. Uh, yeah. yeah, they could be like eight years apart or whatever. Mm. But like. Is Peter and Jack, like, late 20s? Please, God, tell me no. Please, God, no. (laughs) Yeah, like, I wasn't sure. 
Because also you would have to assume that like they're they're casting it where like um, Lucy's the same age or similar yes, age. Yes, yes, yes. So like, and she said she dropped out of school and got a job at the MTA when her father got sick. Yeah, is she supposed to be in school that year? No, I don't a think so. College? No, 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 no. I think it was more like late twenties. Okay, that's what that's the vibe I got. I got oh, a late twenties vibe or like a mid to late twenties vibe. But I was also like, if you're mid to late 20s, like, you got some time, girl. You can. I know. You right? don't have to take the first ring at your toll booth. You don't have to. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you don't have to do it. That's what that was. It's what it was. <laughs> I got to ask, Rebecca, what are your thoughts on that proposal? Tacky or romantic? Uh, assuming. Okay. Assuming these- that they had. At all known each other or have any sort of dating experience, which they don't in this movie. But okay, I think I think the thing that made it sweet was that his family was there. That he brought his family that loves her and she loves them. That made it all right. Okay, like okay. it was fine. If they in in a universe where these people have known each other much much longer, gone on dates, figured each other out, they're like, okay, um, that's why I kind I'm like I could give that a pass. If he's by himself <laughs> and throws that ring, and you know what I mean, if you don't have all their cute little faces looking at you, mm. it's not great. That's it's what I thought, really too. not great. I'm at work. It's borderline it, it's borderline at best as it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it does kind of add a bit of charm to it that this like very like this overbearing family's there too and they're all yeah. like, "Oh, we love you." Like, please, you know, say yes. That's cute. And that's what she wants. It's cute because that's her also what she wants. I guess that is important. Yeah. But to me I was just like, "Oh god." Like not even like a you get down, you know, you don't have to do it traditionally or whatever, well, but no they get way. down on one knee. Okay. Just just to be like, she's sitting there counting out coins, and all of a sudden it's like, clink, clink, here's something in front of you, and it's a ring. Like, like hey, No, no, up? no, because the second, okay, if he got down on one knee, he would be too grounded to propose. That's what I mean. He, he would get down on one knee and just be like, hey. wait a minute, <laughs> no, we shouldn't do this. <laughs> He would get down there and go, oh, wait a tick. <laughs> Just uh, give me a second. I got to step away from this situation. I'm down on the floor in a subway. In a subway. I. What's your middle name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have we even established that you didn't lie to us about your name? Uh, oh, wait. oh, shit. That is true. Yeah. we. That is valid. There needed to be a whole scene of that family just getting together and being like, what the fuck? Right? What the fuck, right? They're like, listen, we don't normally do this, but we've ordered a background check. (laughs) (laughs) It will be here in three days. Um, See you till then. Exactly. (laughs) Because the minute that you're like, oh, I was willing to lie about being this guy's fiance in order to get closer to you and your family, it immediately calls into question every single story that she's told them. Yep about her father, about where she works, how she got here, you know, her childhood, whatever. It it all gets called into question. Yeah. Because when you lie about something that big, you, oh, what we else got, could you Oh, we got to comb through. We got to start combing for sure. Yeah. Uh, you don't just get to pick and choose. You're like, oh, that was a lie. That wasn't, that was like, it's like, no, I got to check all this shit. We need footnotes. We need. <laughs> Do we know where you live? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I would love to talk about Ashley just very briefly. Absolutely. Um, because I want because for her and Peter, the only two things that actually kind of make them a little bit of a villain is just the fact that Ashley's married. Is she married? Yes. Oh. Because that's her husband that shows up. That's who's objecting. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's married. Okay. And that's the only truly. The only thing that makes her bad, like, I don't understand. Like, they kind of make it like, uh, well, she's got a tit and nose job. What a trash bag. And it's like, all right, well, she's allowed to get done whatever the hell yeah. she wants. That's her body. She also, okay. she looked fine. She, she looked great. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, she gets to do what she wants. Um, 
I don't think, I think she's allowed to be upset when she shows up and it's like, no, you're not the fiance. It's some other woman she's never heard of. Yeah. For sure. I mean, less so that you're married, definitely. But also, if you're considering leaving your husband and your relationship with this person and him asking you to get married is like a commitment to leave him, you know, there's there's a whole thing. Oh yeah, and then, but and, I then, and then for him to re- for him to move on to somebody else very quickly after that, I can understand being upset. Yes, 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 but uh, still, you're kind of bad. Ah, <laughs> like yeah, you're, yeah. And, but that's also, I believe, strongly the only thing that makes Peter a villain at all is that he proposed to a woman that was already married. Yeah, that was it. Everything else he does is fine. He's career driven, fine. Okay, he he has a cold, sterile apartment, fine. Like these are all things that are just like they were very surface things. That's kind of what I felt like. Mm-hmm. It felt very surface. It felt like, oh, well, you probably wouldn't like to talk to this guy. Probably not. I'm really glad he was with Ashley. Actually, they seem like a great match. Yeah, <laughs> they seem to have very similar ideas in line. <laughs> Why is that a problem? It's not. No, no, no. You know what's a problem? Gaslighting a man that just got out of a coma. (laughs) That is a huge problem. Huge. Huge problem. Saying that he's a putz. That putz speech. I, wow. I just, I, I was shook because I was like, okay, so you're lying to him, but you're calling him a putz because he doesn't, he might not necessarily like this woman that you all fell in love with because she's all she was lying to you. Yeah, it was very. That scene was very confusing to me. I was like, I don't think you're allowed to say any of this. No. How about a supportive hi? How are you? Like I'm. I've I've gone through other shit this week. Yes. You know. Yeah, I I don't know. I this was like watching monsters at work. This was some <laughs> truly evil shit. <laughs> And it's wild to me that these two people were like, look at our heroes get together. Yeah. Look at them. Don't you love that? I still can't believe he fucking proposed. Invite her to dinner. Like, you're right. That's the ending. (laughs) That's the ending that works because (laughs) we want you to be part of the family. And like, can you imagine the, what if him and Ashley do get married? You know, they sort it out down the line. Can you imagine that dinner where you've got to sit there across from the woman who pretended to be, my God, that would be so awkward. Who pretended to be your fiance and broke into your apartment and then married your brother and like, yeah, man, I'm mm-hmm. I'm probably putting in a transfer to like the LA office or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. get the fuck out of Chicago. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Distance yourself from this family. Do you got anything else? Nah, I'm good. No, we got it. This was. If you guys haven't seen this, I mean, you could go back and watch it to just. Watch how insane 90s rom-coms are. Yeah. They really get away with a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, pretty charming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's honestly, they're very attractive. They're very charming. It's still like a light. I would argue slightly too long for me, though. Yeah. I think I could have taken a 15 off that movie. Fair enough. That would have been fine. (laughs) Yeah. Very good. Uh, so now it is time for our definitive ranking of how good the villains are. Rebecca, what do you got? Okay, so I've got the uh, talking to yourself scale, and I'm going to be, honestly, I'm ranking Lucy just because yeah. she, to me, is the biggest villain in this movie. Um, so for talking to yourself, I'm going to go from um, accidentally making trumpet noises <laughs> uh, <laughs> to um, doing a podcast without hitting record. I'm going to give uh, Lucy a full Dundas Square. I'm going to give her a full ass screaming to no one in Dundas Square. <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> You're a bad, bad lady. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so I did the um, uh, words I can never tell apart when I'm spelling them scale. <laughs> uh, so on a scale from comma to coma. <laughs> I'm going to give Lucy a comma, the punctuation. Oh, God. (laughs) Because she should have taken a pause, a quick breath, and really thought about what Mm -hmm. was coming next. You know? Yeah. Could have all been avoided for sure. (laughs) 
That's good. And uh, guys, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, of course, there's a couple ways you can help out the podcast. Of course, like every podcast, we have Patreon. Film was right on Patreon. We've got two bonus episodes every month. We've got audience choice. Um, this we're actually we're doing a super fun audience choice this time. Normally we do it, I believe, the third episode of the month. And this year we decided, you know what? We mess up every the dismount on the year every year we pick a bad episode so it is on you now okay we're making it your problem our patreons will get to choose what our final episode of the year is going to be um so if you guys want to hit that up you can hit us up on patreon.com slash villain or villain was right um of course and if you want to follow us... Yeah, get in touch with us. Uh, we're on social media, obviously, uh, on Twitter, at VWR Podcast. Uh, we are on Facebook, at Villain Was Right. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, maybe with a movie suggestion uh, or just some feedback on the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can hit us up by email at villainwasright at gmail.com. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, telling your friends about us. Thank you for giving us rating and reviewing us on iTunes and all that stuff. And now it is time for the hero and villain of the week. Okay. So for me, I honestly, I just saw an interaction that I loved. And this guy is honestly kind of a hero for me. I don't like people that, you know, kind of stand on the corner, slinging the religious stuff, whatever. I don't normally care for that. Okay. But there was a particular man I saw that was doing it in just such an ex. I, lo I loved it so much. I thought it was so truly funny because he was just basically anytime a couple would walk by him, he'd be like, are you going to get married to that woman? Are you going to are you going to stop living in sin? Are you going to stop living in sin? Are you going to get married? Are you going to uh, every couple? But every time they'll, if somebody interacted with him or it even didn't interact with him. He would end every little speech with, happy sinning. And he said it <laughs> in such a way that it made me feel like he was genuinely happy. Yeah. People were allowed to be out sinning. He was like, listen, I can't sin. But I'm glad you're out there, Sid. Like, somebody's got to sin. And I'm just glad he, he just said it with such a positivity yeah. that it just put such a pep in my step. When he, happy Sid. Oh, my God. I loved it. I loved it so much. That guy is my hero of the week. Hilarious. Happy Sid. Happy Sid. Say it. It's good. It, it's catchy. I like it. Uh, so I so watching this movie, it sort of reminded me of, I've got a, I think, I, I think this is, uh, I think this is a villain situation. Uh, tell me. Tell Ooh, me at the end. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, seeing the family and like talking about like dating and things like that, it reminded me of a, uh, a, a trip to a cottage uh, when I was in university with a bunch of my uh, engineering uh, friends uh, where I ended up being the 13th wheel. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so it was me and six other couples, uh, which is almost like I was thinking about it. And that's almost enough people where like it's not a odd number of wheel at all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's such a large group of people. But like when you're like young college student and you're fucking really obsessed about like why don't girls like me? I don't know. Okay, like yeah. why aren't I dating? You're like oh everybody's found somebody except <laughs> for me. Okay, this is really gonna bother me. And this is way more people than the cottage can mm -hmm. comfortably hold at all. Right. So like I end up sleeping on the floor. <laughs> You know, like just like that was the the just the we were maniacs. Yeah. You know, I'm in like a sleeping bag on the floor. Every bed is taken. Every couch is taken. Like we're we're going nuts. We're drinking like fish. We have like dollar a bottle uh, Lakeport honey, which if you're not from Ontario, you won't know. But it's like it's not very good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lakeport, I think you're still a company. Uh, but it's like the cheapest beer you can buy. We're doing drinking games because like it was still a time where it was like, like now we just hang out with our friends and have a couple drinks and it'd be fine. But back then we're like, no, oh, we no. need to make it fun. We need life to make wants me life wants me to drink now. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh man, it's been a hard day. That's <laughs> when you're young, you're like, I need a reason. I, need a I reason. don't need a reason some anymore. Of, <laughs> some yeah. sort of game and rules. So we're doing that. Um, and then there was one moment 
that was kind of like this this brief reprise. It was between drinking games, but we'd all been drinking all day. You know, it's early evening or like just after dinner or something like that. And we're all just like sitting around talking. And most of the guys are in my engineering class and like their girlfriends are not, right? That's generally how the, the whole thing broke down. But we start having this conversation and it quite naturally comes up in the conversation the re- some story that involves a girl that was in our class that we all know. And someone happened to mention, as a matter of fact, that she's very attractive. Like, it it came up in the story. Like, okay, yeah. Oh, like, you know, it's just, so she's an attractive girl, so people are asking her to dance and whatnot. Okay, yeah, you fair know, enough. Not like a weird, like, eh. Yeah, 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 no, no, <laughs> you know. no, yeah. Uh, but she's like, yeah, there's this girl, and she's attractive. Mm-hmm. And one of the girlfriends goes, well, do you find her attractive? Oh, no. And the ripple effect on that is not going to be good. Exactly. <laughs> You can, Woo! you can see, you apparently can see where this is oh, heading yeah. because uh, I didn't. As the only singer right here, and before I know it, there <laughs> is a fight. Yeah. Like every guy is trying to be in defense of this one guy and trying to be like, no, 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 you don't understand. He was just saying, like, yeah, she's attracting girl. And then that guy's girlfriend got mad at him for trying to defend. And, like, all the girls team up on one side, all the guys team up on the other side. And I just remember kind of, like, casually checking into the conversation be like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening here? As the only single guy, it got, <laughs> Rebecca, it got so bad, so bad, that we had to separate the sex the girls stayed inside and the guys all had to go out on the balcony and just like talk it out to like calm down like f boy island yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i went out on the balcony obviously with like everyone and i just started laughing (laughs) (laughs) because i was like this doesn't affect me at all all of your weekends are ruined i'm still having a good time (laughs) That is so funny. <laughs> that is the time I was the 13th wheel of the cottage. Holy so think- Hannah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, the second you said that, I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. No, 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 no. Back up, back up, back up. Especially if you're drink, if you're all drinking, oh. then it's done, right? Like, I mean, normally sober, you can kind of be like, well, yeah, I mean, there's a level of attractiveness where we can just be like, yes, we all agree yeah. that this is like a conventionally attractive person. Especially if you're not adding any sauce on it. You right. know what I mean? Like, have you seen her? <laughs> like, ah, ah, yeah. yeah, no. You're just sticking your tongue out. Ah. <laughs> like, no, you're, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, that's my villain or hero. That's I forget, great. I, I, think I'm the, I think I'm the hero of that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you're just laughing in all your friends' faces. Yeah, I think that's a hero. <laughs> so fun. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Well, as usual, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, or Twitter, or CraigFay.com. Brand new CraigFay.com. Check it out. For guys, show dates. and as we're, we're continuing December, of course, it's Christmas movie month. And next week, we are going to be covering Christmas with the Cranks. So, so look out for that next week. And this is The Villain Was Right reminding you if you want to fall in love, put a sweater on. <laughs> <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>